Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. And you know what time it is? It's time for us to get on the air. It's four minutes later than when that song started. It is, but but you you have to give it some grace because it's got a great guitar riff. Well, no, no, it's that's the name of the group. Though. I'm sorry, being funny. Four minutes later is the name of the group too, and the song's four minutes long. So oh, is it really? Yeah. Four minutes later is the name of the group. Yeah, they go by four ml. You know the 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 number four ml. Uh, is their abbreviation for yeah? Four minutes later is the name of the group. And oh, how funny! The name of the and the song is four minutes long. So at the beginning of that song, it's four minutes till the end, and then after the uh, end of the song, it's four minutes later. Well, good morning, Shelley. I hope you're feeling better than yesterday. I am feeling much better than yesterday. Thank you so much. I am so sorry about that. We had a truncated show yesterday. I love that word, truncated. That's like that's like something that, like it's that's very sophisticated. That's when you had have Kate and you throw her in the trunk. She's truncated, right? Yes, I guess. No, uh, I snorted. Dad joke. Uh, <laughs> bad, yeah, a bad. You know, you know what? You know, we've got to get an opinion of that dad joke. Okay, hold. Let's get the. Opinion. No, I said dad joke. I know. I said we got to get an opinion of that dad joke. That was some weird. Oh, uh, see, Hillary didn't like it. You're going to continue to play that for a long time, aren't you? <laughs> This is going to be safe. This is a sophisticated vaccinated crowd. That's our listeners. That's our listeners. Yes. The sophisticated vaccinated crowd. Oh, my God. There's all sorts of crazy stuff in the news. Uh, the census data, 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 whichever you want to call it, has finally come out. Now, what's crazy about this is because of the, um, the you know virus thing, the census took longer to get all the data First off, you know, pe- the people out there in the streets knocking on doors, you know, checking on stuff like that. Uh, it took longer to tabulate everything. So now the data's out. And, man, there's all sorts of interesting things. The, you know, to me, the the thing that's sort of fascinating about it is the city of St. Louis did not go under 300,000. It's still Where'd ab- they go? It's still above 300,000. Everybody, all the experts were going, oh, it's probably going to be about 280, 290. Nope, it was three, 310 or something like that. So anyway, really? we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the census data. Uh, gasoline prices continue to go up. We didn't talk about it much yesterday because you had to get out early because you didn't feel you know a little bit under the weather. Uh, now, after, and, and I, I, I know people are going to go, well, here he goes Biden bashing again. I don't know if you caught this Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Yes, it was Wednesday. After he gets in office, he shuts down the XL pipeline, you know, cancels all these drilling leases, uh, you know, yes, on, he does. On, on government Puts property. people out of work. For oil and stuff like that. Now he's telling the Saudis, hey, we need you to produce more gasoline because uh, we're getting a little bit tight on supply and prices are going up. Duh. I'm going like, okay, first off, you caused the problem, and now you're trying to fix it by giving the Saudis more money? I don't quite understand that. I, I, you know, there are certain things in government that, that maybe there's an explanation that, like, some government official can give you that makes sense, but, I mean, I'm on all levels of government. I mean, I'm not talking federal. They should have a specific person that can sit there and moderate all the stuff that 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 goes on like you're saying what do you mean someone what did you just say someone who would say nope um well first off 
I yeah, see. that's what I'm saying. No, I mean, remember. They have to have one person designated to do that. To do what? Say nope. Well, that's the president. That's what his job is. He's the guy oh, that, well, that does delegation that. Delegation of authority is a sign of a good manager. Well, but once again, he did this like on like two hours after he got inaugurated. They canceled yes, the did. pipeline. They shut down this. They shut down that. They they canceled all these leases. And you know, once again, the thing that bothers me is that I, I'm sort of a, a deep thinker when it comes to um, a lot of things, and I've been doing a tremendous amount of reading about the situation with China and Russia. I mean, obviously, both countries are not our friends. And if you go back in history, go back into World War II, a lot of the reason that we won and the Japanese didn't and the Germans didn't is because they ultimately ran out of natural resources. They ran out of, you know, Japan ran out of a lot of different things. And matter of fact, to the point where near the end of the war, they talked about, I don't know if you remember this, in Germany, they had like 12 and 13-year-old kids who were out there with guns, you know, fighting our GIs. And, yep. they, and they ran out of steel. And an interesting story, the German helmets at the beginning of the war were considered to be the best, you know, uh, uh, you know combat helmets in the world. By the end of the war, they weren't. You know why? Why the quality of steel had had gotten so bad that they weren't make they, you know the Germans make good stuff by the end of the war they were making garbage because of the fact they couldn't get all the natural resources and so bottom line for that is that look what's going on with our with our car situation right now I was I was in uh, was it today's Friday Tuesday Tuesday night I was in Washmo working on the, our computer issue there and I came out of Washmo on 100 and Chris Offenberg I think I counted three new cars on the lot and then you go down the street the Strotman Toyota I think there are like five new cars on the lot what the hell is that it's pretty sad yeah I mean it's like and, and you know why that is it's not no. it's because of chips the components well, isn't it it's primarily microprocessors and integrated circuits and all the you know little little parts that are in certain modules and things like that because they're not made in the United States they're made somewhere else. We talked about this before. This is part yes. of the issue with just-in-time manufacturing. It's great when everything works right. You know, when when you need forty-two, you know, engines to build forty-two trucks, and at ten o'clock or, or, or six o'clock in the morning, you know, a truck pulls up with those forty-two engines, and they offload those forty-two engines, and they immediately go on the assembly line. And at the end of the day, those forty-two engines are in forty-two new trucks. That's great when everything works right. But when the truck doesn't show up, and you go to like schnooks and there's nothing on the the you know there's no bread on the you know like it's like the old stupid thing with like when we had the snow the bread and milk disappears you know i mean yes. and and like there are things still to this day like i'm going to tell you a story you're going to laugh when i tell you this about a month ago i went to buy underwear and i couldn't find any underwear okay literally could not i went i i i thought i was in the right aisle and i actually went to Lady, I go, where's the underwear, men's underwear? She goes, aisle, whatever. And she pointed. I'm going, like, well, there's nothing in that aisle. She goes, I know, it's an underwear shortage. I'm going, okay, I've had enough. <laughs> why, why is there an underwear shortage? An underwear shortage. Why is there an underwear shortage? Think about that for a minute. Why is it? And, and she says, she says, it's not as bad with the women's undergarments it seems to be mainly men's because it's almost all we have there's a cotton shortage and then i know this from uh the lady who is in my uh, uh prospectors group she you know is uh ps uh enterprises she's one of the uh washington business alliance members and she talked about how it's gotten tough 
in her business because she's a promotional items person and she does a lot of custom t-shirts the t-shirts have all been moved offshore as well too and she talked about she says i don't use hanes and i don't use hanes anymore i go why not i well they're, they're, the quality's really going down everything's offshore now and there's a shortage of cotton there's a shortage of this a shortage of that why is that i don't know or is that a hypothetical? No, no. I mean, and and yesterday, yesterday, I heard, I heard um, a guy, an HVAC guy on another station, another radio station, talking about this. That the problem they're having is that people's air conditioners are going out. A, they can't find the parts to fix them, and B, if your air conditioner is down for the count and they have to be replaced, they can't get new units. Nothing, you know, like everything's gone, you know. And once again, why is that? Used to be in the old days, you know, your air conditioner had like, you know, a bunch of relays in it, and that was pretty much it. And, you know, your, your, your unit down in your basement had a bunch of relays, and that was pretty much it. And outside you had, you know, a compressor and, and you know, the, the coils and, you know, and a motor and a bunch of relays, and that was it. Now it's all, since it's all this high-efficiency stuff, it's microprocessor controlled. Guess what? They can't get the chips. So they can't finish the air conditioner units. So if your air conditioner goes out and you've got to hope, A, they have the part. If they don't have the part, B, you've got to hope that they can scrounge up a new unit for you somewhere. And then he talked about how they're having such a problem getting people to, you know, become HVAC techs. We've talked about this. He to said work in period. Well, he said that it is his firm, as his firm, he's got two senior technicians who are making over $100,000 a year. And... You know, there's so many nowadays, there's so many degrees you graduate from college. A, if you can find a job, good. B, if you do get a job, you know, you get twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a year to start. I don't, and he said the problem is in the schools. The issue is ah, you need to, everybody needs to go to college. You need to go to college. You need to go to college. And then the situation is if you see what's going on with the federal government, they want to make junior college free. So you graduate from high school. You don't feel like, you know, working. Hey, grade 13, grade 14. You know, ah, free, what am I doing going to work? I can go to school for free. I can sit in class and goof off and, you know, have fun with my friends that I, you know, went to high school with. Now we're in junior college together. Eh, life's good, right? Okay. You don't believe me? Mm-hmm. I taught at Flow Valley. I taught one semester. I taught day class. And yep. I did not like it. I switched to nights, and it was like I was in a different place because the students there were all working, almost all of them were working day cho- daytime jobs. They were working a day job, and they were trying to get their degree at night, and they were there to learn. The students, for the most part, that I had during the day, they were there to party. They were there because they didn't know what to do. It was grade 13 to them, you know, because – and I'm not trying to make fun of junior colleges. Junior colleges turn out a lot of good people, but that was my own experience. Uh, it was like night and day, the day students. And, you know, and, and the one guy even said to me, he says, hey, man, I don't know what I want to do. I graduated from high school. You know, I, I'm, I'm a year out of high school. Uh, you know, I just decided I'm just going to take some classes and just, you know, just mellow out and have some fun. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I said to him, are you working? No, man, still living at home, living with my parents. Failure to launch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It is 625. Westplex 107.1 and AM 1350 KRAP. Soon to be back on KSOQ. Hopefully by Monday. Excuse me. It's 633. Um, I'm Shelly. She's Brad. This is BS in the Morning. <laughs> Excuse me, Shelly. Where'd that come from? Where's, what's our web address, Shelly? 
uh, westplex1071.com, bsinthemorning.show, and on crap, it's uh, krap.website. Very good. You remember that finally. Um, oh, good. Yay. Yeah. Last night, I don't know if you saw this or not. You're not a baseball fan, are you? No. They had the Field of Dreams game where the Chicago White Sox took on the New York Yankees. You know what I'm talking about? The Field of Dreams up in Iowa? Yes. Remember the movie? He, you know, yes. he, he hears the ask, voices. If you ask. If you build it, they will come. If you bait it, build, he says he will come. They will come. He will come. He will come. Somebody, is, somebody will show up. Um, and he plows up part of his field and makes a baseball field. Have you seen what they did with this? This is not no. like. Well, this is not. This is like a regular ballpark now. It's got stands and the whole bit. It's not like just like a field with a backstop and corn in the outfield, stuff like that. Anyway, pretty exciting game. Um, the uh, bottom of the ninth, the, the White Sox were the home team, and they were losing 8-7. to seven, And White Sox dude hits a home run into the right field, corn field, and they win. They beat, uh, they beat the Yankees 9-8, to eight, okay? But then here's the interesting thing. Okay, this is in a cornfield, okay? It's in Iowa. And I've actually, I haven't actually been to the field. I've been, like, within a couple of miles of it. A matter of fact, um, when I used to work in Des Moines, um, there were, like, three ways to go to Des Moines from St. Louis, and that was the worst. I hated that way. Every once in a while, I'd go that way. You'd go up 4061 through Hannibal, and then you crossed over from from Missouri into Iowa literally on a bridge that you didn't know was going to it was going to, if your car was going to fall off crappy little bridge with a, a toll road with a guy who sat in a little, a little wooden hut, took your money. It was really terrible. And then you went up on a two sixteen or four sixteen, And then you went through the middle of nowhere. And then you finally picked up interstate 80, which took you West into Des Moines. And the field of dreams is down in the Southwest corner of Iowa. Um, not that probably airline, if you jumped in a plane and flew, it probably only take you about an hour to fly there from here. But anyway, um, it's turned into like this big tourist trap and they have other games there, but it's like, it's not like it, you know, I saw it last night. I thought to myself, okay, I know they built some stands, but I think it holds like 20,000 people. It's like much bigger than uh, T.R. Hughes, where they called Car Shield Field. It's much bigger than that. And Car Shield Field, I think, holds like 4,000 people. If you put when people. he in the movie when he built that did he built that to spec? Well, it's got ninety foot baselines, sixty foot pitching mound. Yeah, as far as that's concerned, yeah, he did. But there weren't any. The, the stands were like just like the little portable stands. You know, like, yeah, I know they were little, the little aluminum stands. That yeah. Getting... Yeah. Yeah. Are you off? Yeah. Mi- are you, you sound weird again? Are you off microphone? No. You sure you sound hollow? I am actually not. Here, let me move my microphone. You got your... Is that better? Much better. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, the um, the uh, um, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a full blown field now. It's got stands. Like I think it holds like twenty thousand people. Well, that's uh, really cool. Baseball. I'm heaven. glad that they're doing that. Oh, she says it closed. It's it it. The smartest woman says it's called baseball heaven. Uh, holds eight thousand people. What you saw was new field, not movie field. Okay, so in other words, there's two fields now. I guess there's two fields. That's what the smartest holds eight thousand people, and it's not it's not the original movie field. You know, did you you know did Kevin Costner is one of those guys that I read something 
the, somebody was talking about it yesterday that they said the best thing about Field of Dreams was uh, James Earl Jones, and the worst thing about Field of Dreams was was Kevin Costner because he's such a bad actor. Do you think he's a bad actor? I don't think he's a bad actor. I don't either. I'm going like, you know, I mean. I don't think he's too shabby at all, actually. Yeah, I mean. He's really easy on the eyes, so there's that. I don't have to worry about stuff like that. Uh, (laughs) But you you think he's a hunk? I think he's easy on the eyes. I don't necessarily know if he's a hunk, but he's easy on the eyes. Well, you know, there's certain people. It's like, for example, we talked about this the other day. Nickelback, okay? Why does everybody make fun of Nickelback? I don't know, because I happen to like them. So do I. I mean, I think there's some really good songs they've done. Uh, one of my all-time favorite Nickelback songs is, what's the name of that song? Rockstar? No, 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 no. It was not Mine a, is Rockstar. was not a big hit. Is that Rockstar you're playing right there? Is that what that is? I don't know. You're playing Rockstar? That. Isn't that you? No. It wasn't me. Who was it? What's um, hold it. She says the sm- uh, smartest woman in the world um, says that uh, Kevin is her second husband after Sam Elliott. <laughs> Sam Elliott's number one. Kevin Costner's number two. Uh, you know, I don't I don't understand these people that just have to criticize. And maybe I fall into that because I'm the grand poopah, and here I've been criticizing Tracy's new station. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. my gosh, you have. Oh, I listened yesterday. It's painful. It's painful. I'm telling you. Being a radio guy, I'm, I'm going like, oh, my God, is there anybody there who knows what they're doing? It's just. Let's not start off the day like that, Brad. Oh, God. It's. It's. 639? No. It's. Once again, a long time ago, well, I won't tell this story. I learned a very valuable lesson about radio in particular and about things in general from a guy who was very, 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 very smart man. And I will never forget it. And I always remembered as the Fober story, F-O-B-R. I won't say what, what that stands for. And it's not nasty. It's just you don't want me to talk about that, so I won't. Anyway, going back to the Field of Dreams thing, um, I always thought that, that – um, you know, there was only one field, but the smartest woman in the world says there's two. Um, I don't know. I don't quite understand the whole thing with that. I mean, you know. Well, he must have had some electricity out there because he had lights. Well, no, you should. I mean, if you watch the video, this like this is like a full-blown, you know, they fireworks fire off at the end of the game and there's lights everywhere and there's this and there's that and i'm going like man this is not like the field of dreams that i remember that's because it's not the same field you know the crazy thing about that is uh can you imagine nowadays if you tried to do that if a farmer decided he was going you know what happened they'd throw him in jail probably be thrown in the loony bin no they'd throw him in jail because he didn't have a he didn't have a permit to build a ball field you know you can't do that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you, you can't you can't just you can't just put a ball field there you got to get a and then he'd have he'd have to submit he'd have to submit drainage plans he'd have to submit plans to the county okay here i'm gonna have the mound how how tall is that mound gonna be how far are those bases gonna be apart well it's gonna be regulation it'll be 90 feet well we don't know if we can improve 90 feet we can improve maybe 82 feet but 90 feet that's a little bit too far you know people nowadays they can't run 90 feet so we don't know if we could allow you to, to build 90 foot baselines well, the pitcher's mound is well. We don't think the pitcher's mound should be a mound at all. We should be flat because of the fact that that the drainage is going to come off that mound and it might create some erosion issues. That's now what happened nowadays. 
you know, to the point where <laughs> you just can't do anything anymore. By the way, you know what I did yesterday? What? I made a U-turn on 364. What? I did a U-turn on 364. The only place that you can do a U-turn on 364 is up there by where it's N and 364. Wrong exhaust pipe breath. Guess. <laughs> exhaust pipe breath? Remember the old the old Johnny Carson show when 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 uh it was the the bit they used to always do where Ed McMahon was going like the only time that that would ever happen, and he'd go in this thing, and then Johnny Carson would say something like, "Let's say they're talking about Field of Dreams." He would say, "Wrong corn cob breath" or something like that. Okay. Oh, okay. I took the new exit ramp and the new entrance ramp last, uh, not last night, but the other night. I know it was last night. Last night. Oh, Goodermuth. No, 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 no. The new one they just opened. They just opened it this week. The new one they were what? building. The uh, Heritage Landing. Now, if you're going east on 364, you can get off at Heritage Landing, go across the overpass, and then get right back on the westbound 364. They put that's brand spanking new. Oh yeah, they just opened it. They put they've been working on it for a couple months. They put the uh, there was the problem was you couldn't the people who lived like in Heritage Landing and you know in Heritage and places like that. You, yeah, you couldn't get on to. It was tough to get on to westbound 364 because you had to go across the overpass. Then you had to all go all the way down to like, I guess down to Junk Station mm-hmm. to get on down there. Um, no, no, that'd be the go the, going the other way. And I, yeah, and that was if you wanted to go east on 364. I think that's what you have to do. You had to go across uh, Heritage Landing and then backtrack your way across McClay and then jump on um, um, the eastbound ramp to take you on the eastbound 364. Now there's a ramp. You get off. It's a little bit confusing because if you're going eastbound, now there's two exit-only lanes because the exit for Heritage Landing is like the second exit-only lane. Um, it would be like the lane you get into to go on 94. If you're going east on 364, there's that dedicated exit lane that says exit. Yeah. Now they have yeah. two. It's like I said, it's a little confusing because you have to get all the way over to the right to get off there at Heritage Landing. And if you stay in the now, which used to be the right lane, now it's the second from the right lane. It's the exit onto uh, Heritage Landing to go on to uh, uh, to just go off off on that on that right there. And uh, very nice, you know. And I read the other day. How many that, traffic circles? No traffic circles. Matter really? Fact, yeah. No. You know. You know what? No traffic circles at all. No. 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 Because they this that's old in that area. You know. I don't know if I've told you this or not. Did you know that Dave Murray has a brother? Did you know about that? <laughs> and you know, Dave Murray's also Dave Murray's brother Dwayne is meteorologist. A little bit kooky. You know what he says? We What's didn't he have say? tornadoes here until we started putting into traffic circles. When people go round and round in circles, it causes disturbance in the atmosphere and causes tornadoes. Okay, Shelly, rate that. Doink, 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 doink. Five doinks. She likes Dwayne. That's me. I got in trouble on Twitter. Somebody, somebody uh, roasted me, toasted me, whatever you want to call it. They reported you? No, they were nasty to me because of the fact that I made the comment that we have Dave Murray, uh, who was on a bunch of radio stations as a meteorologist. He doesn't even live here anymore. He lives in Palm Springs, California. Yeah. I don't think that's right. So how did they toast you or roast you? They said, he worked long and hard. Let him have his retirement. Okay, if he's going to retire, then stop doing the weather. If you How retire- does that mean to you? What? What's that? How does that mean to you? 
because I dared question that Dave Murray is not a local guy anymore. You know, I'm all about local. You know, be, be it whatever it is. I mean, you know, this radio station's local. Crap's local. KSOQ's local. Local ownership. Um, you know, if anything, I salute Tracy and, and Rick Ellis for putting that station on the air. I salute uh, Jeff Alien and Joe Rush. You know, he used to be the fourth member of Rush. He was a xylophone player. They decided they didn't, needed a xylophone player anymore. So I've heard. <laughs> didn't you know? Have you ever heard that before? Uh, yeah, I have. If you find some of the very early Rush albums, Joe's on there playing the xylophone, and it's just sort of weird. Somehow the xylophone just doesn't quite make it on a Rush album. And after the first album, they sat down with the other three guys of Rush. Getty said to him, Getty looked at him and said, Joe, Joe. You know, Gez got that high voice. He sings like that. He said, Joe, we don't think a xylophone's going to do well in this band because even though your name is Joe Rush and you're the namesake of our band, we're kicking you out, dude, but we're keeping the name. And Joe went, oh, I guess I'll get into the radio business. That's what happened. That's how it happened. Did you know that? I did not, but thank you for that rendition. This is Westplex 107.1 on AM 1350 KRAP, soon to be KSLQ back again. It's called BS in the Morning. I'm Brad. She's Shelly. Did I get that right for a change? I think I'm I did. I'm Brad. She's Shelly. Yeah, you did. I did get that right. Doesn't It doesn't happen very often, but you did. Okay, just when you thought everything was going up in price, guess what's happening now? What? The United States Postal Service decides that they're going to put in price increases for the holiday season. And guess when the price increases are going to start? When? October 3rd. (laughs) Yes, we all know the holiday season starts October. Three months, almost three months before Christmas. October 3rd. Can you believe this? Uh, And what they're going to do is they want to charge as much as... uh, 25 cents uh, price increases will go from 25 cents to $5 per package. And uh, this will include priority mail, express mail, first class postage service, according to USPS statement. Postal Regulatory Commission has until has still has to approve the higher rates. In 2020, USPS implemented a similar temporary rate adjustment during peak holiday season in anticipation of heightened demand on extra shipping costs. However, the Postal Service still struggled to keep up with holiday demand last year thanks to a historic amount of packages and rising employee COVID-19 cases. So <laughs> everything, it's like everything's getting more expensive. You know, and the crazy thing about it is, is, is that like, for example... I'll give you a perfect example. I'm doing some work at, at, at one of the studios, okay? And I needed to caulk something. And I had a tube of uh, GE, not, you know, giving, you know, calling, calling them out, but it's good caulk, GE silicone caulk that I bought last year. And I remember what I paid for it. It was like $3.40, so I went back to HD because I ran out and I needed one more tube of caulking to finish my project. I go to HD. It was $9.87. I'm going, now hold on a minute now. Thinking to myself, didn't I pay like $3.50 or 4 bucks or something for that like last year? I mean, like like last spring, you know, spring of 2020. And now it's like almost $10. I'm going, I don't get it. I mean, you know, and that's the crazy thing. What's interesting is the government... The federal government, oh, <coughs> excuse me, there's no inflation. Nothing's costing any more. I'm going like, have you gone to, you know, here, here's the problem when you have government officials who get chauffeured around all the time, you know, and you have government officials who are treated like kings and queens. They get catered meals, just like, you know, like, for example, the president. The president can't doesn't have to drive through Wendy's, right? 
You ever seen the, you know, the... <laughs> I don't think they'd let him drive through Wendy's. <laughs> well, but <laughs> now, I will say, in defense of Wendy's, I will defend Wendy's. That's my favorite cheap meal. Had it yesterday again. The $4 bacon cheeseburger, four for four meal. It's great. Hamburger, it's a small hamburger. I get mine, that's how I get my uh, my my vegetables for the day. I get it with lettuce and onions, so that's my vegetables for the day. Uh, small hamburger. You get French fries, you get four chicken nuggets, and a drink for four bucks. Depending on where you're at, it's four dollars. Some places, you know, the sales tax rates different different places. Some places it's four thirty six. Most places it's four thirty four, four thirty five. You go to the expensive. You go to the, the Wendy's and Ladue. You ever been to the Wendy's and Ladue? I have not. Down the street from the White Castle and Ladue. Haven't been there either. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. The only problem when you go to the Wendy's and you can't have anything older than a four-year-old car, and it cannot be a domestic car. It has to be some kind of a foreign car. Well, I'm out on both counts. Yeah, there's a sign. Matter of fact, they have they have a security guard there. Actually, the guy's dressed up like a butler, and uh, you know, you pull him, and he says, "Pardon me, sir, but your car looks a tad bit old. I'm sorry, we can't allow you in the drive-through here at White Castle." I go, well, so I would go over to Cool Touch Graphics, have it wrapped, <laughs> and then uh, go back over there. So how is wrapping going to make it look like it's a new car? Because <laughs> it's going to be in pristine condition. No, the guy they they read the VIN. They have a they have an optical scanner that reads the VIN off your dashboard, and they know which ca- your car it is. That's how they kick you out. The, the McDonald's okay. McDonald's and Ladue is like that too. Although they let you have an eight year old car in the McDonald's and Ladue. That one's they're a little bit more lenient there. Hmm, I don't have either. My car won't even get up to 60. It's baloney. <laughs> what do you think about that? Oh, look, 656. Shelly, Bonneville Flats Bar. Yeah, you know what Bonneville Flats are? No. You don't ever heard of Bonneville Flats, the Bonneville uh-huh. Salt? You don't know about the Bonneville Salt Flats? No. You really don't know about this? Where are they? <laughs> Bonneville. Where's Bonneville? Yeah. Hold on a minute. Why did I keep going off? I think it's in Utah. Hold on a minute. I got stopped there. Uh, okay. You don't. You really don't know about the Bonneville Salt Flats? No. You've never heard of this before? No. I think I've answered that five times, so I'm pretty sure no is still the answer. The Bonneville Salt Flats are in, I was, well, correct, northwestern Utah. The area, the area is a remnant of, I can't even pronounce this name. Plutoskany Lake Bonneville and is the largest of many salt flats located west of Great Salt Salt Lake. The property is public land managed by the Bureau of Land Management is known for land speed records. It's flat as a board. It's super, super flat for miles and miles and miles and miles. And that's where they go for the cars to settle the land speed record. Motorcycles, cars, stuff like that. If you're a car freak, you know about the Bonneville salt flats because that's where they go to set all these records. They have it. It's flat as a board for miles. Like I mean, I mean, because it's it's old. It's it's like salt. It's like you know the salt's all like, and that's you're driving on salt. And they 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 run machines over it to make it real super smooth. Already it's super smooth to begin with, but they run machines over it, and then they, that's where all the cars go. And they set up what they call the speed traps, the electronic sensors. And what's interesting is they can't be. They can't, because uh, when they set a speed record, they have to s- set it both ways. 
they can't let the wind help them. In other words, they can't say, okay, the wind's at our back. We're going to go this way, and, we're, and the car's going to, you know, we're waiting for a 30-mile-an-hour wind, which is going to push that car even further. They have to, I think they have to make a run going one direction, then have to go, a, a, you know, make an upwind, upwind run and then a downwind run, and then they average the two, and that's the new speed record if they break it. You've never heard of that before? I have not. You've never heard of that before? What did I just say? <laughs> Are you not using your listening skills? I don't mean, want to be redundant, but you've never heard of that before? Uh, it's <laughs> it's 6.58. I've been told I'm, I'm difficult sometimes to deal with it. I, I can't imagine that. It's 6.58. This is Westplex 107.1 and AM 1350 KRAP. The show is called BS in the Morning, and everything that comes out of my mouth is the honest-to-God truth. Shelly's the one that's full of BS, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> took you a while. To That's de- actually not correct. Took you a while to decide on that one. Okay, can I can I tell you my my frustration with government officials in general? And I already know them specifically with our current president as well as our previous president. I have the same sure. gripe with Donald Trump that I have now with Joe Biden. Okay, when you get elected to president, you it's a full time gig. You're it on is. you're on call twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. If the Chinese attack us at 3 o'clock in the morning. They don't let the president, I don't care who the president is, they don't let him sleep till 7 o'clock. They go in, Mr. President, we have a situation you have to be aware of. They wake him up, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we've got inflation going crazy. We've got Afghanistan, which is going to fall. Uh, we've got all these problems. And Joe Biden left the White House yesterday to take a two-week vacation at his house in Delaware. I'm going like, dude, you know, well, you don't need to be going to Delaware. Just work the job. And it's the same problem I have with Trump. The Trump criticized Obama. Remember, he was running for president. He go, I'm not going to be like Obama and play golf all the time. So what does Trump do? He plays golf all the time. I'm That's going because like, he owns all the courses. But once again, he's the president for four years. Okay? Trump was the president for four years. If you get elected, yes, I it's, know that. If you get elected, it's eight. But still, out of your life, you can't dedicate 24 hours a day Seven days a week to yeah, running for four years to running the country to be the like the most powerful man in the right. world. And what do you need a vacation for? Because you don't do anything like the rest of us. You don't have to go to the grocery store to buy groceries. You don't have to drive a car and you're chauffeured everywhere. People are you know doing everything for you. You don't have to worry about going downstairs and putting the wa- the clothes in the washer and you know and then you know hopefully you can hear it from upstairs and the dinger goes off and you go through your clothes in the dryer and then you can't let them in the dryer too long because they get wrinkled. You know I mean you, and you go to the grocery store and you and you get the cart with the bad wheel and you got to go back and get a different cart. I mean they don't have any of those kind of problems. They got like the life of Riley. Remember they used to always say the life of Riley? Never knew who, never, nobody who knew who Riley was. Anyway, you know what I heard the other day? Just going off course just for a minute. I heard the explanation of the Hatfield McCoys. I heard a guy on NPR explain the Hatfield and McCoys thing. And it was pretty interesting. You know what I'm talking about? No. The, the, the you know, the people, they're fighting like the Hatfield and the McCoys. There really was a Hatfield family and a McCoy family who hated each oh, other. Oh, no, I knew that. Right. He gave the whole yeah. ex- he gave the whole explanation. It's pretty interesting. Okay, going back to the president, he's on vacation for two weeks. Dude, just do the job. Keep working. You don't need a vacation. And people go, yeah, well, he's not really on vacation because he's still he's still the president. Okay, well then stay in the White House. 
Stay at a White House. And this Camp David stuff, don't go to Camp David. I don't think Trump ever went to Camp David. He went to one of golf resorts, stuff like that. Once again, dude, stay. You should, Mr. Trump, stay in the White House. Mr. Biden, stay in the White House. Work the job. Well, hold on a minute. What is 365 times four? How, what, how many days is that? I'm sorry, what? 365 times four, okay? That's not right. 365, 365 times, times four? 1,400. I know it's four years, but 1,400. Thank you, Shelly. 365 <laughs> times four is four years. Right on top of that, Rose. <laughs> you, 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 you really, you really, uh, you're, you're like, I'm the play-by-play guy. You're the analyst. Well, that's right, Brad. 365 times four is four years. Thank you, Shelly. Uh, fans out there, Shelly with that great, you know, that great color added addition to the broadcast. Yes, it's 1,460 days. Okay, you can't, in your life, you can't work 1,460 days in a row? I mean, Think about how many people like if you're a if you're a mom like like you know when you got new like when like when your daughter was born did you have a day off like once you know once she I was practically twelve Brad no you no. weren't twelve I mean like for example I, I, I had, was a young mom I had four kids okay and between my wife and I you know we we took turns you know I mean we really did and and to the point where but neither of us like were like oh. Oh, we're not gonna. We're not gonna take care of the kids for two weeks. We're just gonna say, "Eh, kids, fend for yourself." You know, you know where the. That's what grandparents are for. <laughs> no, you know, well, that was a little bit different because, anyway, I won't say that. Um, no, nope. <laughs> I'll stay away from that one. So mm-hmm. I just it just bothers me. I read this thing, and and even to the point where where did I read this article? It was on CNN. Even CNN started making fun of them. Well, you know, and then this great God, this thing in Afghanistan. How sad is this? You know what's going on there? Bits and pieces, no, tell me. The Taliban's already taken control. I mean, we were out of there like a month, and the Taliban's already taken control of most of the country. Uh, matter of fact, oh, yeah. You know, and, and to the point where now they, they overnight they, they took Kandahar. I'm going like, okay, we train all these Afghani guys. What the hell happened? I mean, how in the world, you know, and, and Afghanistan's not like a little tiny country. You know, it's not like Rhode Island or something like that, you know, where you can drive for an hour and be, you know, through the, the you know, the, the, you know, the country. It's a big, monstrous place. How in the world do they take over the entire country? And the, the Kabul, which is the, the, uh, the, um, um, the capital of Afghanistan, uh, they say that'll fall by, uh, by for sure, maybe, maybe not even make it into September. I mean, how bad is that? Really? Yes. You know how much money we've spent in Afghanistan? Quite a bit. $2 trillion. Now, I get it. We went in there almost 20 years ago after 9-11. George Bush went in there, and we kicked some butt. And we've been kicking butt there for 20 years. But you know what? It's a no-win situation. But yet, by the same token, if we're not even there at all anymore, Taliban just, eh, we just roll right in, roll right in take care of everything. You know, we'll take over everything. Just drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. You don't think so? As well it should. Well, you know. Seriously. The interesting thing about it is, is that sometimes I think, am I the only guy that cares about stuff like this? You know? No, you're not. I'm sure some of the conservative talk stations will talk about it. If they can get it on the air. I'm sorry? Never mind. (laughs) Ouch, Brad. Words hurt. (laughs) Okay. You know who J.R. Smith is? 
No. He's a former NBA basketball player. Uh, okay. Very good basketball player. He was a two-time NBA champion, uh, won the NBA championship twice. 35 years old, 16 years in the NBA, enrolled, and get, and get this, he's going back to school. Okay. And he wants to play on the athletic teams, but not basketball. He's going back to college, and he wants to be on the golf team. <laughs> Don't you think that's interesting? Um, I think that he's put a lot of thought into it. What's interesting is he skipped college and went straight from high school to the NBA in 2004. And he said he began thinking about going to college during a trip to the Dominican Republic with Hall of Famer Ray Allen. He says golf is one of those games that you have feeling really high or you can bring you down to your knees and humble you. So, um, once again, he's trying to get into a uh, university. But the problem is they're not sure that he can be a college athlete after being a professional athlete. Although that doesn't oh, make any difference. Oh, it's a great area, well, isn't it? yeah, because you're not supposed to be, a, you know, if you're a college, you're, you know, in college you're supposed to be all amateurs. But now that's not going to be the case anymore. It's already the nil. We talked about that name, image, and likeness. Oh, my God. Is that going to change everything? Already you're starting to see that. All these guys on TikTok, all the, you know, the college football players, they're making boatloads of money. Boatloads of money. Oh, they are. Yes, because yes, they they really are. They changed. Are you, they changed I, the I didn't rule. Hear what you were saying, but so basically, you were talking about the uh, the fact that they've allowed um, not the professional athletes, but the athletes that are going for that are on scholarships yeah. or well, the, paying the, for classes. The college are really good, and they can actually start making money. On for what, themselves. On what they call nil, name, image, and likeness. In other words, they can promote their name. They can, you know, like, for example, uh, Gus, when Gus was general manager at Chris Offenberg Ford, he could call up one of the guys at Mizzou and say, hey, come over here on Saturday when you're not playing football and shake hands with all the, the Mizzou fans, okay? And then Gus would buy advertising on our station and would say, hey, come to Chris Offenberg Ford this weekend and meet Mizzou quarterback, blah, blah, blah. And back in the day, it would be like, what's his name? Uh, he's now with Denver. God, how soon you forget? Uh, Luck. Well, I can't Ooh. remember. Luck. He was uh, Locke or whatever his name was. Anyway, so in other words, they yeah, can, I don't know. They can make money doing that kind of stuff. They can make money. Uh, they can take endorsements on, um, like, to endorse products on 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 internet sites. They can do uh, social media posts. They can say, "Hey, you think I'm a good baseball player or a good fo- football player? That's because I drink." xyz vitamin you know or you know they can do that kind of stuff and that's yes. all that's all so nowadays it's to the point where like if you know i'm going like they go from complaining they're not making any money to the point where remember i told you that story we had that story last month the two they're two twins they're identical twins and they they, they play basketball it's two women and they play basketball for one of the universities and already they're making huge amounts of money because the story was they both got bored during the COVID lockdown and they got tired of sitting around their dorm. Actually, they went back home because they closed the college. I can't remember what college they went to. They closed the college down. They went back home. They got bored sitting around mom and dad's house. So they started doing TikTok videos and they got pretty good at it. And pretty soon they got like a million, a million followers. They're being courted by all these companies that are hiring them to promote their products. And it's perfectly legal because of the fact that they're not being paid to be an athlete. They're not being paid 
um, you know, by the university. They're not being paid to, you know, be to play basketball. They're being paid for their nil name, image, and likeness. So they can. Do you remember the Doublemint twins? Oh, I used to date them. <laughs> of course you did. In your dreams, Mike Monkey. I was always but, like. See, they, I mean, that was. They, they'd always pull that on me where I'd go like, okay, which one are you? And they go, I'm the one you went out with last week. Are you sure about that? Yes, I am. And it was interesting because on the back of their neck, you didn't know this story about the Doublemint twins, did you? On the back of their neck, their parents had a small tattoo on the back of their neck. And one was number one, one was number two. But they had long hair, and I used to always say, when I went to pick them up, I'd go, okay, let me see, pull the back hair. No, you can't see the back of my neck. Because I could tell that it wasn't, some days I would get number one, some days I'd get number two. Okay. And, and, and you know what? So, you, you it's know, a 717. Well, you know what their names were? No, I don't, actually. Mavis and Avis. Is that true? Yeah. Mavis was number one, and Avis was number two, because she tried harder. <laughs> it really is 717 it's too early for a break it's too early for a break not according to the last conversation we had <laughs> drew lock is the guy's name drew lock. i'm sorry drew lock is the quarterback for the the tigers drew lock yeah he was the guy yeah that was when the Tigers were, were good. By the way, this new AD, new when athletic director. The Tigers director, were good. Well, they've had some bad seasons. Let's be honest. The new athletic director, boy, she's something. She's gonna. It's going to be interesting to watch her. She's coming from UNLV. She's an attorney. She's like a mover and shaker. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you. I mean, no more good old boy club down in Mizzou because you got a woman running it, which I think, you know, you know my motto, me and Joe. I do. What do Joe and I have in common? What do we, what do we have in common? That anything a, a man can do, a woman can do better. If not, yes. There's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Not a single thing. I agree with Joe 100%. Mm-hmm. You know? I do. Like when my, I, I agree with the two. When my wife I used to say. I saw the best marketing the other day. And I even said to the, the, whoever I was with that that was the best marketing that I could have you know, notice because you notice things like that. I know what it was. It was a promo for our. Uh, matter of fact, it's right here. This is the promo for our our show, and this is this is the this is the best marketing she's talking about. Shelly, we listen online in our country. How do you say you got it going on, girlfriend? Rock on, sister. I thought that was excellent marketing. You're right. That was right. <laughs> that was absolutely it. But no, this was, and I can't remember what it was because it was it was fairly new. But I thought. Oh my gosh, that is just, it's its perfect. And you, but, but it didn't work because you can't remember what it was. <laughs> I can't remember what it was only because I'm talking about it and I didn't, you know, write it down. Shelly, but it was really good. Think about, I was very impressed. Think about what you're saying. You just talked about how this is the world's best marketing, but you can't remember what it was. Isn't there a little bit of a disconnect there? Well, for most people, but not for me. That's like saying, I had a bad accident on my car last night. Where were you? I don't know. I had a bad accident. Well, where, what highway were you on? I don't know. Some highway. Had a bad accident. What happened? Oh, my, my car got crunched. Did you hit something? No, I don't know. I don't know what happened. 
Don't you think if it was the world's best marketing, you'd remember who it was for? Well, I okay. I should have saved it for when I actually remembered what it was. Remember my old boss. Three things, three impressions you can make in life: good, bad, and none. None's always the worst. I always make an impression, Brad. Yes, you do. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. Uh, absolutely none whatsoever. I look at something. Hold on a minute. Uh, da, 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 da. What are you doing? What am I doing? I'm looking at something on my phone. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to talk about next. I can't do that. That's against the law. We want to talk about population? No, but I would like to say that, so the the 20 census is out, right? Yes. Just came so out. So how did we relate from the 2010 census to the 2020 census? Remember that card from all those statistics that we got from the library? Yep. St. Louis uh, grew, the entire area grew only 1.2%. Uh, the problem is other areas have grown more than us, so we're now long, no longer in the top 20 cities. We've fallen out of the top 20 metros. We being in the city being St. Louis? No, the entire, what they call the MSA. The entire uh, the city. Got it. The county gained a little bit of population. St. Charles County got quite a bit. But when the problem with the St. Louis area is having is that we're not shrinking, but we're not growing as fast. I mean, like you go back, you go back 40 years. Las Vegas wasn't even in the, I don't think Las Vegas was in the top 100 cities. I think Las Vegas is like number 30 now. You know, and there's so many cities like that. I mean, look at, like, Nashville. Nashville was, like, you know, a little place where the bunch of guys playing guitars, you know. And now it's, like, this huge metropolitan area. And you know what the fastest-growing um, area in the country is? What? Is this place in Florida called The Villages. I think it's called The Villages. And it's this huge retirement community. That's the fastest-growing area in the country. I believe that's what it is. It's called, I think it's called The Villages. Um and, the you know, villages of Three Creeks? No, it's just called the villages. Uh, yeah, it's the villages. Uh, here's a story about thevillages.com. Uh, your retirement adventure starts here. Um, it's like great big monstrous place. Lifestyle, explore our possibilities. It's like a huge area. Uh, it's like you know, like old people. Matter of fact, um, when, when you, you say old people, clarify. Old people, older than forty. I'm sorry. Older than forty. Older than 40? Yeah, once you get 40-year-old. Okay. So 50 would be ancient. 50 would be to the point where, you know, nobody nobody who's 50 can walk without a walker. Uh-huh. 60, nobody can, 60 can walk without a wheelchair. 70, nobody can move around without a gurney. 80 is nobody can move around without, you know, being in a hospital. You know, 80, when you're 80, you're lucky if they push you down the, the, you know, the corridor in your hospital bed. 90, you're like, you know, one foot in the banana peel, one foot in the grave. 100, that's when you go backwards. And 100, you start playing football again. Sounds about <laughs> right. You don't believe me. <laughs> anyway, the village is the, the fastest growing area in the country. And and some of the, the population, like the 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 metro population, is pretty interesting. You know, people are moving around. St. Charles County is, is like expanding like crazy, and even like Franklin County. Well, you know, the crazy thing about that is like cities like Washington. Washington's I think shrinking. You know, Washington has had had much growth had, had much growth anymore because of the fact that when you try to move into Washington, if you don't have three uh, 
sets of relatives, three generations of relatives in the graveyard. They, you can't buy a house there. Did you know that? Yes, I did, actually. <laughs> now, now it's 7, 7.24. Justin Bieber, have you ever seen the video of him in his house with the, uh, the groupies all gathered around? You ever seen this? I, I have not. It's pretty interesting. Um, it's some kind of condo or something he lives in. I don't know where this was at. And he walks up with his bodyguard, and there's all, oh, Justin, Justin, Justin. And he very reasonably says, hey, look, I'm not going to quote it exactly. I'm sort of paraphrasing what he's saying. Hey, look, this is my house. This is where I live. And you know what? I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't hang out here, because how would you feel if people were hanging out in your house and were bothering you when you came and went? You know, and please stop and don't come back. What do you think about that? There is a movie like that, actually. And then, and then, of course, he said to him, and then one of the girls go, oh, can I get a hug, Justin? And he punched her in the nose. It was pretty good. Well, I know he didn't do that, <laughs> but I can see him doing something like that. Well, he's very calm about it. You know, I'm thinking to myself, think about that for a minute. Most people, if you said, wouldn't you love to be famous and have fans follow you around all the time? Most people go, yeah, I'd love it. Until you have to deal with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Until you have people showing up on your front porch, ringing your doorbell at 3 o'clock in the morning. Can you sign my autograph for me? You know, <laughs> Throwing would, up in your jacuzzi. Right. Get, Things like that. Right. Having, having, having you know, people pull out your plants because then they say, oh, I've got, I've got a, a rose bush from Justin Bieber's house. You know <laughs> You know, or you know, they they steal your your mailbox on on like on, on the street or attached to your your house. I got Justin Bieber's mailbox. <laughs> you know that's got to happen. You know what I mean? It's gotta I'm sure happen. it does. God. Um, okay. Once again, I read this yesterday. I thought to myself, we're talking about the census statistics. Um, mm-hmm. The United States grew. The entire country grew at a relatively low rate. Uh, I think the lowest rates like for like eighty years or something like that. But the interesting thing about it is, do you know you and me were white people? In some states, we're now minorities. In California, white people are minorities now. Do you know that? That doesn't surprise me. But and the crazy, it doesn't really. Well, and it doesn't the, bother me either. It I just think, doesn't surprise me. I think me. the entire country. I think I remember. It's either fifty-three or fifty-seven percent. Uh, that's the white population. And they're saying that possibly by the 2030 census that you and I, as white people, will be minorities. But see, that doesn't count for me because I'm transracial. Yesterday I woke up and I thought to myself, you know, it's hot outside. I'm an Eskimo today. And then all of a sudden I felt real cold and I felt really good. Good. Today I think I'm going to be an Asian person. You're going to do be a what? I'm going to be an Asian person today. An Asian person? Yeah, and tomorrow I think I'm going to be a, a, a Jamaican. You know, it's whatever you want to be. Does that mean you're going to eat sushi? Oh, yeah, yeah, I love sushi. You do not. When I'm, when I'm an Eskimo, I don't like sushi, but, but when I'm Asian, I love sushi. You know, <laughs> I got... If it doesn't come on, slapped on two buns, you don't like it. <laughs> I discussed this with somebody, and they got really upset. I can't believe you're saying that. I go like, okay, well, think about it. This whole thing with gender identity, you know, the fact that you can, like, there's a big thing, and there was a school district, what, in Virginia that voted this in, that students can do whatever they want. If they want, if there is a guy and he wants to play on the girls' basketball team, he can do that. And if one day he feels like he's a woman and he wants to go to the women's locker room, he can do that. 
and next day he's a man, he wants to go to the man's locker room, he can do that. That's okay. Okay, so why can't I be gender fluid? I mean, why can't I be racially fluid? Why can't I be like, tomorrow I'm going to be black, and I'm going to, I'm, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to go hang out with Nelly, and then the day after that I'm going to be, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be, uh, you know, I'm going to have, I'm going to dye my hair red, and I'm going to become Irish. Think about it seriously. Why can't if you can if you if you can just all of a sudden one morning say the whole gender fluidity thing? Hey, I'm a woman today. Why can't you say I'm a black woman today, or I'm an Asian woman today, or I'm an Eskimo woman, or I'm a I'm an African woman today? Why can't you just do that? And there's a big controversy about that. Well, that's not the way you were born. Well, guess what? <laughs> if you were born a man, all of a sudden you say you're a woman. Isn't that the same thing? You know what I'm saying? It is this. To me, it's the same thing. It is to me too. You know, and it's like okay, if you can be, you know, fluid with sexual sexual orientation, why can't you be fluid with, you know, because for example, I know some black people who are really square people, and I know some white people who are really hip people who could fit in really well, like in black culture. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They like rap music. They like, you know, they like all that kind of stuff. They like, you know, all the different things that typically are associated with black people. And the same situation with like Asian people. You know, I know people who are like, who are like, you know, could very easily be Asian orientation. They're, they're very anal about their kids. They want their kids to do real well in school. You know, they want them to, you know, get advanced degrees. I mean, like, for example, your, your, your stepfather was Jewish, right? Yeah. No, not my stepfather. Your real father was Jewish. My biological father was Jewish. Yes. Okay. Okay. And and in Jewish, it 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 goes by the mother. Isn't that what it is? It's it's maternal. Maternal. Yes. Okay. So if your mom if your mom's Jewish and your dad's not, you're Jewish. Then the kids are awesome. Correct. Are yes. Jewish. Okay. Uh, I have, I knew a guy who was an accountant, and he was Jewish, and he kidded about the fact that his parents disowned him because he wasn't a doctor or a lawyer. <laughs> No way. I swear to God, that's what he... But he was a joke. He was a joke. He said, well... Oh, my, okay. It was a joke. He says, like, well, my, my, mom and, my mom and dad won't have anything to do with them. Why is that? Because I'm an accountant. And the problem with that is, well, if you're an accountant, you're Jewish, you fail. You got to be a doctor or lawyer. Okay, I get that. You know, I mean, I, I totally... I A good friend of mine for a long time, you know, worked with for years, Jeff Andrew, chief, chief engineer at the old KSOQ, Y98, KY98 back in the day, was Jewish. And I, I hung out with him. I, you know, he had all, you know, all his Jewish friends. I'd go to temple with him, wear the little yarmulke and the whole bit. I found the Jewish religion fascinating. It is fascinating, actually. I mean, you know, just interesting as all get out. And once again, very driven to success. You know what I'm saying? Yes. There's that tremendous, it's like the Asian people. It's tremendous drive. You will become a doctor. You will become a lawyer. You will become a nuclear physicist. You'll go to college and get five degrees. You'll get your bachelor's and four masters and, and a PhD, you know, that kind of a thing. But, and not, and God, don't get me going about that. <sighs> anyway, so big weekend. You got stuff planned this weekend, Shelly? You know what? I do. Sunday is my babe's uh, baby shower. Is it real? And I'm not. By the way, before we move on to that, uh, I'm the smartest woman in the world said you're stereotyping cultures based on your white background. <laughs> I'm not white. I've told you. I went to Home Depot. I put my arm up against all the the the, the you know the paint samples. I'm pecan. 
You're pecan. Pecan, P-E-C-A-N. Yeah, you are nuts, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, it's your daughter's baby shower, and there's no men allowed, correct? Correct. That's not right. You know, the, the culture police are going to come and arrest They were going to have a co-ed, yeah. but Chris didn't want it. Oh. So it's just all women. Well, I heard they were going to have a gender reveal. They already had a gender reveal. Oh, I, that was the one that didn't go right. Wasn't it gender reveal? Wasn't that the one where they set Forest Park on fire? No. <laughs> that wasn't you. Wasn't that one where they shot a rocket up at, at, and, and it went up in the air and it went either it burst in either blue or pink? And since they did it out by the airport, they, they, they shot down a plane? Wasn't that the one? No. That was, wasn't that one either. Wasn't that the one where they stopped on 270, they stopped traffic on 270, and they had like a big a big barricade, and they had a guy drive through it, and it was either going to blow up in pink or blue dust. Wasn't that the one? That was it. That was the one. They stopped traffic yes. on 270. Yes. Uh, I heard one the other day I thought it was pretty interesting. They were going to have What's a – uh, They were going to take a dump truck on the, on the stand span on the bridge. They were going to block traffic off, and they were going to have a dump truck, and they were going to have the dump truck dump – this powder into the Mississippi River, and the Mississippi River was either going to turn blue or pink. I'd just be glad if um, the water was clear. That's a whole other story. But now, hold on a minute now. In today's field, how can you do a gender reveal? Because, once again, it doesn't make any difference what you're born as. It's what how you identify. What if that baby comes out and the baby says, I may be a boy, but I feel like a girl. That will be a later time in life. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't happen. When they're double digits. That doesn't happen right away? No. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble because people, you're making fun of that. I Quite honestly, I don't understand it. I get it. I understand that people, you know, to the point where, like, for example, I mean, I'll still never understand the LGBTQAnon kind of thing, you know? So you add QAnon to that, and you know that's not right. LGBTQAnon. Is that what it is? No. No, it's not LGBTQAnon. You know that's not right. What? I don't, I see, I don't understand that whole thing. I just don't understand it. Of course, probably because the smartest woman in the world is going to text me saying, because you're a man, you don't understand. Well, I'm not a man. Today I feel like it's a, a woman. It's the Mars Venus thing, you, you know. Yeah, but you can't even say that anymore. You can't even say it's Mars Venus because oh, that's stereo sexual stereotyping, right? I don't view that as sexual stereotype. <laughs> I better stop before I get you in trouble. Probably. <laughs> Not me going to get in trouble. It's going to be you. Probably, but and even to the point where, how can he say this? How can he say this? There's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Not a single thing. Shouldn't that be? Shouldn't he essentially said there's not a single thing a, a birthing person can do that a non-birthing person can't do? Shouldn't that be? The... <laughs> yeah, that would pretty much be it. <laughs> it's seven forty-three. It is. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelley. She's Brad. Web address for the radio stations are westplex1071.com. Also, krap.website, KSOQ, hopefully should be back online next week. And I am Shelly, she's Brad, web address for BS in the Morning, uh, bsinthemorning.show. You there? That is correct. Of course I'm here. You were doinking in that song. I was doinking? (laughs) Never mind. I try not to do that in public, but it just, you know. (laughs) Okay, I'm not trying to get weird, but have you seen this this video that's, that's online now? 
with Hunter Biden in a hotel room with a naked woman, and he's naked. Have you seen this weird video? No. Oh, my God. This is so bizarre. I've seen this all sorts of places. It's like him. It's like, and he's complaining of all this stuff about the Russians stole his laptop and stuff like that. I mean, you know, let's be honest. This this guy is just wigged out. I mean, he's just like out there. Okay. Now, when Trump was the president, if Donald Jr. or what was what was who was it was Eric Trump? What's the, Don Jr. Was it Eric Trump? That the other son? If if they cut their fingernails the wrong way, the press would like call him out. Oh my God! Did you see what he did? He he didn't. His cuticles aren't proper. Like, okay, I don't quite, quite get it. But yet, this crazy thing was all these crazy videos keep coming out and. He goes on tour, and then the deal with... He's now an artist. Have you seen this thing where he's getting, like, $500,000 for his paintings? Have you seen his paintings? Who's he? Trump? No, Hunter Biden. Oh, Hunter Biden? Yes. He's... he's. There's this bizarre video. So they're doing that for his signature, basically. I don't know what they're doing it for. They're giving it to give him... You know, it's, it's somebody giving him money. But it's this bizarre video. It looks like a surveillance video, and he is naked in a hotel room with a naked woman, and they're having these conversations. And he's talking to her about, yo, well, the Russians stole my laptop. And, and I'm going like, what is this? And supposedly on his laptop that he turned into this repair shop to have fixed, and then the guy realized it was Hunter Biden's laptop, and there's all sorts of crazy stuff. on the. Matter of fact, there's some lady who apparently is a reporter for one of the newspapers up there in the Northeast who was able to watch everything on the laptop, and she's got a book coming out. So I think it's called Hunter's Laptop. Okay, my point once again being, if, there, if this were one of the one of the Trump boys, oh my God, this would be like all over the news. Did you see what Donald Trump, what Junior did in that hotel room? You know, first off, I think he's, I think he got divorced. Didn't he get divorced? Didn't he dating like that lady used to be on Fox News? Can't remember which one it is. Anyway, I don't know the answer to that anyway, question. But everybody pretty much ignores Hunter Biden. I'm going like, okay, once again, don't tell me there's not a bias in the press. You know, I mean, if this of course were... there's a bias in the press, <laughs> there always has been, and there always well, will be. But but yet you got guys like Jim Acosta. There's no bias in the press. We're all. <laughs> I heard somebody the other day, who matter of fact, you know, you know, Mark Cox on on on. He's now on ninety seven. I know of him. I've never met him. The morning guy's on the air right now against us in ninety seven one. You know what he calls himself? No. A recovering journalist. <laughs> which I think is pretty funny, you know, because he's well, better than saying that his journalism degree is worthless. Mine's worthless. My college degrees are worthless. They both are. I have a bachelor's and a master's degree. They're worthless, worthless degrees. You know, nobody cares anymore. Nobody cares about free press. Nobody cares about unbiased. Everybody's, you know, everybody's got, you know, I mean, like when you say Fox News, people go, oh my, that's conservative. When you say CNN, oh my God, that's liberal. Okay. What's the problem with that? Shouldn't they so, be, shouldn't they be neutral? You know, I mean, to the point where, and like when you say the Post-Dispatch, you got Tony Messenger, who's like Mr. Liberal Dude, you know, and you got the Wall Street Journal, which is like Mr. Conservative Dudes and Dudettes. I mean, like, what happened to somebody that tells you the truth, that tells you the story, that reports the facts? Is that gone? It's dead. It doesn't exist anymore. You know, like, for example, I mean, years ago, this was pointed out by Rush Limbaugh. And I know people go, oh my God, he's quoting Rush Limbaugh. He used to talk about how in tra- and 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 I'm going to give you this being a former traffic reporter, okay? If there's a car accident and the car accident involves a Chevy and a Ford, what is that? It's a car accident, right? Right. But if it's a car accident involving a Chevy and a Lamborghini, 
it's not just a car and a high power, you know, a car and a high powered sports car. Okay, got it. You know what I'm saying? Or, or yeah, like, yeah. That's how they, that's how they uh, right. uh, uh, discern uh, traffic accidents. Right, right. And the other thing was like SUV because when SUVs became popular, they be, they became bad because they're environmentally unfriendly. You know, it's like you'd hear an SUV plowed into, or like, or like, for example, you get the snobby people. Okay, if I say, "Hey, I'm going out to my car," I would say, "I'm going out to my car." But if someone, if you get the snobby people, I'm going out to my Mercedes. You know, people like that. I I would probably be like that had I had a Mercedes. You'd say that, yeah. Oh, I'm going out to my Mercedes. And you know what I'd say? You know, I'm sorry. You know what I'd say? If, you know, if if if, <laughs> if you said you had a Lamborghini, and I'd say, I don't oh, want Lamborghini. Well, no, no. But just bear, just play with me. If if you said if you had a Lamborghini, you know, okay. You, you know, do you know the story behind Lamborghinis? No. The guy who made Lamborghini's cars, he was Mr. Lamborghini. You know what he did before he made cars? Which to this day, they still make them? No. He built tractors. Oh, really? Yeah. As in John Deere? Yeah, big old... You don't see them in the United States, but they're all over Europe. If, you, if, like Europe, if you're like a, a successful farmer in Europe, you got a Lamborghini tractor. And the story was, this is an honest-to-God true story. I think his name's Giuseppe Lamborghini. He... He made money selling tractors, and when he made a lot of money, he wanted he want want to buy a Ferrari, and he bought a Ferrari, and he didn't like it, and he complained to Mister Ferrari, Enzo Ferrari, I think is his name. He complained about like you know you know, and it, Ferrari just blew him off. Hey, if you don't like it, sell it. So he says, okay, fine. If you're going to be a jerk about your cars, I'll compete with you. And he started making cars. That's how Lamborghini started. Because he had a Ferrari that he didn't like. There was something wrong with the clutch or something like that. That's the story. A true story. You can look it up. And to this day, they still make Lamborghini tractors. They don't, you don't see them in the United States, but they're all over. I mean, if you want to buy a high-end tractor, if you want to buy, like, the top-of-the-line tractor, and you're a farmer in Europe, you have a Lamborghini. I see. You don't believe me? Oh, no, I believe you. Because I know you know your lawnmowers. <laughs> I know my lawnmowers. My, I know, you do. I know my tractors. <laughs> Even my youngest son, him and I had a good discussion about this the other day, this whole thing with what they call right to repair. We've talked about that before, how like you can't fix. There was something, that I, I watched a video the other day, guys, the guy had a problem with his Tesla, and the Tesla dealership wanted $16,000 to fix it. He fixed it for $500, but it voided the warranty. And that's the other problem. You know, like, you know, Joe Biden, we're going to, everybody's going to have an electric car. Do you know if your battery goes by bad in, in a Tesla? You know typically what it costs to put a new battery in a Tesla, depending upon the no. model? Fifteen to $25,000. Okay. <laughs> so, if, <laughs> so if you've got an older Tesla and the battery goes bad, guess what? You just junk it. People complain about, well, my motor went bad in my car. It's going to cost me $3,000 to put a new motor in it. Hey, guess what? It beats putting a new battery in your Tesla, right? I want a Tesla. Don't you want a Tesla? I do because of the fact that I just want to plug it in. I, you know, If I had a Tesla, here's exactly what I'd do. I'd put a bunch of solar panels up in my parking lot, and I'd c- charge my car, and that way I wouldn't have to pay gas anymore. I, would never be able to, I would, wouldn't have to go to QT anymore. I could see you riding around in a Tesla. Yeah, I like it. Okay, I know. We're done for the day. We're done for the week. It's 7.57, and it's on a Friday, is it not? Yes, we're out of here. 
we are out of here like yesterday's news. Have a great weekend, everybody. Tiffany, it's going to be an amazing time on Sunday. And, um, yeah, it's just going to be. It's just going to be an amazing weekend, I think. Don't you? Yeah, and I'll sneak around your house and sneak in on the general reveal, okay? I'll talk to you later. Have a great week, everybody. Peace. Bye.